You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, episode 49, eliminating 10 major time wasters in your day. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Rithi Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hey, hey, welcome back. Mirthu Parikh here, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. I am so excited to bring this to you today because we are talking about a jam-packed episode, 10 major time wasters in your day that you can eliminate, get rid of them, delete them, get them out of here, bye-bye. Yes, 10 major time wasters. So we have a jam-packed episode coming, as I mentioned. So if you happen to be by a pen or paper, get something that you can take some notes, or if you're walking or driving, you can always come back to it later. Before we jump in, I have to give my friend Vanessa a big shout out for her awesome podcast review. She says, great tips and love the length of the podcast. As a busy mom of two little ones and entrepreneur, the to-do lists are long and time is scarce, yet I'm able to get a listen and learn a few tricks every time. Awesome, Vanessa. Thank you so much for that review. And y'all, if you're listening and you like what you've been hearing and you haven't left me a review, please do that because it, first of all, of course, warms my heart, gives me a big smile, but also really helps me get seen by more amazing women all around the globe. So come on over and do that when you're done with this today. All right, so let's jump in because 10 is a lot to cover. And I'm really excited to go through these because what I want you to do, as always, if if it's your first time here, know that at the end, I always give you a challenge. If you've been with me before, you know the challenge is coming up. But as we're going through these 10, think, well, which one of these is going to resonate with me the most? Which is the one that I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so me. I got to do that because that's the one that I want you to use for the challenge at the end. All right, so here we go. Number one, number one, and by the way, these are in no, these aren't in order from like, you know, most offensive to least offensive or biggest time wasters to less, least time wasters. It's just, they're just 10. So when I'm going through it, even though I'm saying number one, it's just, you know, one of the ones I've thought of first. So number one, looking at your to-do list 20 times a day, right? Just keep looking at that list. We add to the list, we look at the list and we're sort of just sitting in this analysis paralysis because the list is so dang long or so overwhelming, or there's just so much jumping out of you that you can get done. You're feeling paralyzed. And so we keep going back to the list. And what we're doing in that time is that you're spending all this time or wasting all that time processing and reprocessing the same information over and over again. Just Hearing that sounds wasteful, right? Reprocessing the same information over and over again, and that's what we're doing. So instead of making a decision and deciding, okay, here's what I'm going to do next, stepping away from the list and taking action on it, we keep coming back to the list and going in circles and circles and circles. Lady, I know you're doing it because I've done this too many a time myself. 
we're just stuck in this spiraling effect of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to put my energy. I don't know what, you know, what to focus on next instead of just putting a stake in the ground. That's what I want you to do. Just pick one. Pick one and say, that's my next to do. Go do it and put that list away until it's done and then come back. Pick another one and keep doing that process over and over. Stop going back to that list and letting your head spin. This is a major, major time waster and an energy waster and just really going to keep you in that overwhelming state of paralyzation. Number two, not planning your day. Now, this is can be very much related to the first thing of looking at your list 20 times, but essentially you haven't taken the few minutes to plan out your day, which means you are in reactive mode the entire day. You're responding to anything and everything thrown your way. Let it be emails or requests from other people or phone calls or texts or your clubhouse notifications, whatever it is, you are just reacting. So actually, maybe you do have a plan and the plan is you're going to keep responding and that's it versus actually waking up and prioritizing and deciding here are the five, you know, most important tasks of the day. Here's how long they're going to take. And here's when I'm actually going to get them done. Big time waster, not planning your day. Number three, this one is a very obvious one. And I know you've heard this one a hundred times, but it is really worth the reinforcement. And that is social media, my friend. Instagram. And now I'm putting a clubhouse in there because it's such a popular one these days. And Facebook and Snapchat and all the others, and the Twitter and the LinkedIn, all of it. Okay. Now understand, I am not opposed to social media. I really love it to connect with friends and family. I use it regularly for my business. It's not like I'm a social media hater, but we both know that this can be a total time suck, complete time suck, right? You think I'm going to just check this out for five minutes and 55 minutes later, you are still there. Then you finally get yourself out. You feel, first of all, exhausted, right? Your brain feels like it's going to explode. You're so pissed off at yourself. You're like, I cannot believe I wasted all this time. I had such great intentions. I was just going on there to check something or post something and this is what happens. Listen, lady, you've got to put a time limit around your social media. Again, this doesn't mean we're warding it off forever or taking it off our phone completely or you know getting rid of all the apps, but there has to be some type of planning and parameter around it. So go old school, put on a timer, a timer on your phone that's for 10 minutes. So when the buzzer goes off, you're like, dang girl, I got to get my butt off of here or a 15 minute timer or a five minute timer. It doesn't matter, but you've got to put that parameter or you know what's going to happen. Okay, number four top way that we are wasting time in our days is spending time on things that are not priorities, but they are great procrastination tools. Okay, just give me a virtual fist bump right now if this is you. Okay, I just got the best DM from someone the other day in a response to a post I posted on, I think on Instagram about procrastination. And she wrote back, it's called being a writer, procrastinating, procrastinating. A writer's house is never cleaner than when she is on a deadline. I love that. I could not agree more, right? It's amazing that when you have to get something done, when you have to get out the door and you just don't feel like doing it, 
all of a sudden, that drawer that's needed organizing for like six months has to be cleaned just at the same time, right? Like, or all of a sudden, we just have to clean out the fridge or organize our desk because this is really the biggest priority at this moment because, of course, we're just procrastinating doing what we really need to do. I know your type because I'm the same way. We are so sly like that, aren't we? Okay. So listen, this goes back to really looking at your list and planning your day and and really taking that time to pull out your priorities. Again, go to your top five. That feels like too much. Just pick out your top three. Here's the top three things I've got to focus on next that I've got to get done before the end of the day that I want to place my time around that I'm going to estimate and actually put it onto my calendar. Otherwise, I guarantee you will find a wonderful procrastination project for yourself. Okay, number five, spending time on stuff that could have been done ahead of time or specifically the night before. So my mind always goes to the night before because I say the most successful day always starts the night before. Your most successful morning, your most successful day is predicated on what you get done the night before. So for example, could you make the lunches at night? Could you get those directions together and actually go and type it into ways on your phone or go into your car and put it on your nav at night. So in the morning when you're rushing out, you can just do one click and it comes up instead of you fumbling, trying to type it in last minute, getting on the website, trying to find the address, don't know where you're going, you know, all that stuff. Could you pick out your clothes the evening before? Maybe even iron them, maybe even figure out the jewelry you're going to wear with them. Could you pack up the backpacks for the kiddos the night before? Could you clear up the sink? Could you unload the dishwasher? Because maybe you started earlier in the evening or right after dinner so that in the morning you're not worried about unloading it then or having all of these dishes pile up in the sink because you didn't do it the night before, right? There are so many things that we can do the night before. How about just planning your day? How about planning? What are my top three priorities tomorrow? When am I going to get them done What are my parameters going to be around social media? Mm -hmm. You like how I'm bringing these all together here? So there are so many things that can be done ahead of time that are going to leave you in a much more controlled space. This is not only great for your time, but for your energy and your focus and your attention and your motivation as you start your day or as you go through your day. Other things that can be done ahead of time are kind of like meal planning or prepping for meals, prepping for meetings, getting information together ahead of time, whether it's something you have to make copies of or get the links out to your team members. You know, what are those? They're small and they seem kind of insignificant, but they are massively helpful in your productivity and helping you stay on top of everything, and also showing up as the leader that I know you are, both personally and professionally. So think those through. Am I always last minute? Am I always feeling behind the ball? What can I do ahead of time? Okay. Number six. The number six way that you majorly waste time in your day is perfecting things when they don't need to be perfect. All right, so first of all, right here, I'm going to link to episode 29, why the B-plus strategy should be your BFF. Okay, that's a great 
a whole episode on this concept of that where why we spend or where we spend our time on perfectionism because we all do it on something or the other in the wrong places. Because I actually believe that perfectionism has its place in our life. I do think that some of the tasks or some of the projects or some of the pieces of your life require some level of perfectionism. However, not every response to every email is the be all and all. Not folding your clothes so or your towels exactly so is not going to be the be all and all. You know, we really have to be selective and be ruthless about where you put your perfectionism. What do you put it towards? Is it the email that's so important that it's going to the CEO? Is it that one response that, you know, could determine if whether you get this next, you know, big paid event? Yes, maybe that's where we spend the time. But is it, you know, something to a team or your team members that, you know, yeah, it's going to be great to get something out, but it doesn't have to be so absolutely perfect because it's going to, you know, have some results or impact that are just you know, going to be absolutely changed if we if we write it one way or the other. Or even in your home, can you just get this stuff done or does it have to be perfect, whether it's like laundry or dishes or, you know, uh, what your house looks like or what you what even like you are always looking like. Like, does every single thing have to be perfect? Just decide where you're putting that time, where you're going to put it towards because otherwise you find yourself on that slide, right? That slide that you spent like 45 minutes on that should have taken you seven minutes and now you've wasted all this time. So by the way, all of these, every single one that I'm talking about here, all 10 of these, there's a snowball effect to all of these. None of them by themselves necessarily waste a tremendous amount of time. It can, I mean, definitely, of course, social media or perfectionism, that you can lose hours, but sometimes it's like, 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there, 30 minutes here, 17 minutes there, right? But that cumulative and compounding effect over the day, over the week, that is where you are wasting so much valuable time, which is impacting your energy and your actions and your behaviors and ultimately how you feel about yourself. So if these seem small or insignificant, know that they're not because added up, they have massive impact and results. Okay, so let's move on. We are on number seven, time waste of your day, is multitasking on the wrong things. Now, notice here, I also didn't say don't ever multitask, just like I wasn't saying don't ever be a perfectionist. I believe multitasking has its place, but not all the time. So you can multitask. In fact, I'm going to link to another episode called How to Become a Master Multitasker, which is episode 26. And... Things that you can multitask on are like folding laundry and catching up with your mama on the phone, right? That's actually a really good use of your time because these are two low energy activities. However, if you are responding to emails and your texts and being distracted by calls, you are 100% wasting your time because that type of multitasking is not working in your benefit. In fact, it is completely inefficient. It is robbing you of focus and attention. It's keeping you scattered. And your productivity can drop 40%. Yes, 40% on each activity that you're doing and 40% of your time over the day. So let's just put this in numerical terms. If you're working an eight-hour day and you were not multitasking, if you were fully unitasking, which means focusing on one task at a time, 
you could essentially complete the same amount of work, the same amount of output in five hours. Yep, five hours. So you would save three hours of your day. Let's say you even saved just an hour and a half. Let's say half of that. How valuable would that hour and a half be? Where would you put that time? Could you focus on just some more downtime for yourself? Could you do your current task or roles better? Could you focus on relationships, self-care? Could you just go home and not have to think about it and be guilt-free and watch some Netflix? Right, That time is invaluable. So multitask on these low brain activity tasks only, but keep away from working on proposals or high brain activity or emails and multitasking and doing other things at the same time. Number eight, not using boundaries, but specifically not letting other people know what your boundaries are. So for example, you know, when you get, when you have someone walks by or these days, maybe they're just pinging you or DMing you or sending you an email that says, hey, I have a quick question. Could, could we just, you know, grab a, could we get on a call for a minute or just, you know, can I grab you for a few minutes? And because you're a nice person, because you're collaborative, because you're an awesome partner, you'd say, sure, even though, of course, this is completely distracting you from your focus and your work, right? Allowing that multitasking to happen. Or on the other hand, if you use your boundaries, you might say, well, listen, actually, I'm in the middle of something right now. Could we pick this up at a later time, after lunch, this afternoon? Or you might even respond and say, only if it's truly under two minutes. Otherwise, let's get something on the calendar, right? I feel like my family is doing this to me nonstop these days, this constant interruptions, these constant distractions because we're all at home. They're constantly asking me for questions or making requests, whether it's where's the next meal coming from or can you drive me somewhere or can you look this up for me or can you help me with this? And it's only up to me to take control of my time or they will be fully in control of it which means it's up to me to put up my own boundaries and let them know if this is a good time or if it's not. And typically it's not. And that doesn't mean I'm blowing off my family all the time. It just means saying, hey, listen, I'm in the middle of writing this email. I need about seven or eight more minutes to get this through. Don't want to lose this thought and then I'll be with you. Or is this an emergency? Can we hold this off till later? Let's just like, you know, talk about this in a couple hours. Or can you check with your brother or your father, right? There are ways to take control of your boundaries, whether that's personal or professional. If you're not doing this, you are going to, again, fall into this spiraling state of reactivity and losing focus on what matters most to you, which means you will not be able to focus on your top priorities. Like, wah, 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 right? You are just, it is honestly just the worst feeling at the end of the day when you've worked so hard and you've put in so much time and energy and effort and then feel like, oh gosh, I got nothing done today. Don't let that happen. Okay. We are near the end here. Number nine, major time waster in your day is you're not batching the simple stuff. Okay. I'm not even going to get into like really deep work kind of batching here. And batching essentially means doing the same type of like tasks at the same time or around the same time. 
So for example, if you are going out to grab something at the grocery store, you might be thinking, if you're thinking about batching, like what are the other errands that I could make this afternoon? Maybe it's on the way to the store, maybe it's near the store, maybe it's by the store. So maybe I need to drop something off at the post office as well and pick up the dry cleaning since I'm just going out. And why this is so important is because you're more efficient because you're already using those tools or resources to finish that one type of task. So you're already in the car, in other words. You've already put on your shoes and your jacket. You've already found your keys. So you're already in motion. So why not like tick off the other errands as well? Another example would be if you're paying a bill, maybe one or two at a time, can you gather up all your bills and pay them all at one time instead of you know just a couple here and a couple there? Or even if you're cutting an onion and you're like, I'm going to need at least three of these this week for my, for my cooking for dinner, since I already have the cutting board out and the knife and the bowl, why don't I just cut a couple more and it's going to save me a lot of time to just do it all right now. So batch on those simple things. And finally, number 10, you are doing stuff that other people can do. Holy tamole, this is such a major time waster. In other words, you are not delegating, whether that means it's in your own house or at work, which might be in your house these days. But one of the greatest skills I feel like my kids have learned through this pandemic, and I don't think it would have happened before that, was that they will now have to put in every dish they use in the dishwasher. My whole family, like, let me just tell you, people in my family, uh, did not do this. Don't judge me. We did not do that. Like dishes would pile up and it would drive me cray cray because now with everybody home, there were so many damn dishes all the time. So I, so finally now, because we're all home, it's taken many months, but it's like they're trained now to, when they do it, they put it in. I'm giving you that example because that is such a simple way of delegating, right? It's, it's not like one person is going to do all the dishes at the end. It's like everybody is responsible for their own stuff. Now, if you have kids over nine or 10 years old, they should be able to delegate or take responsibility rather to some of their own responsibilities in the home, like stripping their own sheets or putting away their laundry or putting their dishes in the dishwasher, among many other chores. At work, if you're a director or an executive or at the managerial level, you have the ability to leverage other people's resources all the time, right? If you have anybody else on your team, you should be delegating anything that's not aligned with your superpowers, like creating meetings or appointments or filing or researching simple items or posting or updating or even editing information, right? None of those are a good use of your time. If you don't have someone on your team, can you leverage somebody on another team? Can you hire somebody? Can you get someone part-time? Can you leverage a technology that will make this more efficient for you? There are so many ways to be getting things off of your plate. All right, and there you have it the top 10 major time wasters in your day and ways to eliminate them so you stop doing them, you get more time, you get more energy, more creativity, more clarity, and you just feel so much more rewarded every day. All right, so I started this podcast, this episode saying how much I'd love to leave you with a challenge. You knew it was coming. You've spent your last 20, 25 minutes with me, so I want you to make your time here 100% worth it. So today's action is to fix one of your time wasters within the next 24 hours. 
That means you may have been nodding your head about several of these. They're like, that's me, that's me. But pick one, pick one, because one is how we take action. We take small steps for big impact. Pick one, the one that resonated with you most, and think, what am I going to do about this? How am I going to change this? How am I going to eliminate this time waster? What is the next action I'm going to take? Write it down and commit to it for at least a week. Try it for a week because then it will start to feel really great and start to become habitual for you. As always, you're the best for showing up here. Please come share what you're doing with me. You know, you can find me in lots of places on the grams, on the Facebook, but also come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash 49 and let me know what you did. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for your time and loving vibes and positive energy and know that I'm always sending them, sending them right back your way. And a friendly reminder, if you have a friend or colleague that you think could benefit from this podcast, share it with them. Be a good friend. And I'd be super appreciative again if you subscribed and left me that review. Very lastly, if you want some kick-ass resources to stop feeling overwhelmed, stop procrastinating, and get totally focused, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. And you have your choice of lots of free awesomeness right over there. All right. So super psyched for you to see that. Looking forward to spending time with you again next week. And I will catch you next time. Here's to productivity on purpose. Bye-bye.